Right, all right. It's Real Life, Real Equity with your hosts, Justin and Keisha Brooks. Welcome to the show. Our goal is to share with you real life examples of entrepreneurs showing in both life and business. As real estate investors, our mission is to model, educate, and inspire you to act by sharing easy to implement tools, ideas, and information to add more worth to your net worth, more cash to your cash flow, helping you achieve your goals in less time. That's right. Since we have grown with real life, real equity, we have learned from our listening audience and our guests that entrepreneurship is full of trials, tribulations, and resilience. With that being said, we are going to email all of our listeners a free copy of the book, Resilience, Turning Your Setback Into a Comeback. This book is full of powerful testimonies from unstoppable super achievers sharing their stories of resilience. With it being endorsed by Brian Tracy and Tom Ziegler, the entrepreneurs, NFL players, speakers, and authors in the book will share with you their firsthand accounts of how resilience put them on the path to success. It's simple. Send us an email to resilience at realliferoequity.com. Welcome to the show. All right, welcome back to the podcast, everybody. Welcome back. It's just Keisha and I, but uh, you know, as always, we are ready to go. Yes, we are. We got some big news that uh, just happened this week. So this week, we have a new number one best-selling author in the house. Yes, I was invited to be part of a book project. The name yeah. of the book is called Desire, Discipline, and Determination. And it shares the stories on how we use discipline, desire, and determination to get to where we are today. Absolutely. And uh, well, it has well over 30 authors in it. So Correct. It's, uh, it's a compilation book, and it, it talks a lot about just that, you know? Right, right. And then it also shows how we're all leaders within our communities. Wow, that's amazing. So congratulations to you, Keisha. Thank you. Congratulations. Uh, now it's two number one best-selling authors in the house. Yes. Uh, welcome to the club. <laughs> that's uh, great. Absolutely. So uh, if you haven't already, go check out her book. Uh, Her story's in there. Very powerful story. I knew the story, some of it. I didn't actually know all of it. That's pretty amazing that I've been married to her for almost 10 years and did not know all of her story. So yeah. Yeah. So if you haven't already, go pick it up right now. What's the title again? Yes. So the title again is Desire, Discipline and Determination Lessons from Bold Thought Leaders. Wow. Super powerful. And as always, uh, not to steal your thunder, but, you know, two best-selling books, Resilience, Turning Your Setback into a Comeback. Yes. And now, Desire, Discipline, and Determination, Lessons for Both All Leaders. So, two number one best-selling authors, two number one best-selling books. Yes. Two powerful, powerful compilation story books that tell everything from resilience to discipline, determination, desire, and how you can really take it to the next level from people who have been there and done that. Yes. So, Go check it out now. You can get it at realliferoequity.com and uh, go from there. So today our uh, talk is on a few different things. And we want to talk about real specifically a few of the things that have been coming up in our life in the last couple of weeks, right? Yes. A concept that I know we have talked about on the podcast before, but it's something that keeps coming up when I talk to people. And every time it just has a different level of impact on me. So we're going to talk about the be doing the half. Okay. Okay, so, you know, again, the be, doing the have. What does this mean? If you haven't heard it before, we're going to talk about it again. If you have heard it before, hopefully this resonates with you on another level. A lot of people want to be healthy, wealthy, and happy. Yes. You know, I add wise to that. I want to be happy, healthy, wealthy, and wise, right? Yes. It's a level of wisdom that I want to attain. That's going to allow us as a family, as a business to grow. Wisdom is key, right? Right. It also helps you to be your best performer when you have all of those things in alignment. Right. And so the have part 
is typically where a lot of people stop. You know, they say, I want to have wealth. I want to have health. I want to be happy. I want to have wisdom, right? Right. And then some people actually follow up and do some stuff to get wealth, to get health, to get happy, and to be wise. Right. But very few people actually become that. Mm. Now, what do I mean? You know, we have the be, do, and the have, right? I learned this concept from Robert Kiyosaki when I was on the Investor Summit to see just recently, and he talked about it, and he said something that I haven't yet been able to quite convey, and he said, I am a wealthy man. And in the context, it, it made sense, but then there was a transference of energy that occurred during that time, and I just I haven't been able to explain that feeling that I felt whenever I was sitting there listening to him talk. But when I came home, I started to really process what this be, do, have meant. You know, I, it's almost like if you write it on a board with dashes in between, have comes at the end, be comes at the beginning. But a lot of people start in the middle and they do stuff to get to the have before they ever become. And so there are countless hundreds of books that are written on the mind. And a lot of people say, think and grow rich. You know, Napoleon Hill wrote the book, Think and Grow Rich. Think and Grow Rich. All you have to do is if you can think it, you can believe it, you can have it. Right. You can achieve it. And they say these things, but I never, and I've read a lot. Yes. And I never internalized the idea that not that it comes from your mind, not that money is an idea. You really have to see it in your mind. You really have to be whatever it is that you want. There's a becoming that has to happen. That's right. During that process. That's right. Because in order for you to actually do the actions that you need to do in order to have the results you want, you first have to have the mentality. You have to have the mindset. You have to become. There's a course I use. It's called The Power of I Am to Manifest Your Desires. And it's on the Insight Timer app. And I've used this and it really intrigued me because the way he said, I am a wealthy man, it was because he already was. And I don't mean that because he earned millions and millions of dollars. He said, if I lost everything today, I am still a wealthy man. That's a powerful statement to make. If you are where you are, you still are something. And it's typically whatever you declare over your life. So if you're saying, I am, fill in the blank, that's what you become. So we've been talking a lot about meditation. And another aspect to that is to also be spiritually in tune with yourself. Right. We as human beings have a frequency that we're on. And um, a lot of times the frequency that we put out is not necessarily seen. You know, you ever walk into a room and you get this this feeling like, you know, it's a cold room or it's a happy room or it's exciting. That's because we as human beings have a level of insight that it, it comes from our subconscious mind. And so with our subconscious mind, I don't profess to be somebody who is good in metaphysics or who understands NLP or any of that stuff. It's just, it's one of those things I'm always thinking about my mind. Right. I'm always trying to be aware of how I'm thinking about my life, how I'm in, I'm very introspective, right? Yeah. We're very yeah. introspective people. And so if you can be more introspective, you can start to identify patterns that put you on the path that you're on now. And you can change those things to get the actions that you want to get to where you want to go. Now, you can't just do that by yourself. Right. You right. have to have a model. Yeah. Your thought process 
often dictates what the outcome is going to be next. That's right. That's as you, you know, take action. That's why they say you become what you think about most of the time. Right. I girl said that. You become what you think about most of the time. It's because your thoughts are things and they become actions that you act on. That's why it's be, do, have. Right. If you want to be a millionaire, you say, I am a millionaire. You may be wrong as sin. You are stating it in the presence so that at some point in the future, you actually become who it is you're saying you are today. And you're talking to your subconscious mind. I'm going to tell you this from experience. When I started saying these things to myself, I say a lot of different affirmations. This is what these are, affirmations. I say a lot of different affirmations. I'm healthy, I'm wealthy, I'm wise. I'm a leader, I'm not a follower, I'm above and I'm beneath. You know, I'm a multimillionaire. Right. You know, money flows to me in avalanches of abundance. Money flows to me like water flows down a hill. I'm giving you all some of the affirmations that I actually say to myself pretty regularly, sometimes multiple times a day. And when I say these things, you know, I am somebody who is a likable person. People like me. People are attracted to me. To me. People are attracted to me. People love me. You know, when I walk in a room, I light up a room. These different affirmations I practice so much. I don't have a script in front of me. I've practiced them so much that they're ingrained in me. The first time I said them, I felt weird. And I'm just saying that the first time you say them, the second time you say them, the third time you say them, you may feel weird. But now I rattle them off and I believe it. And Tony Robbins talks about going into states. So you have to shift the state you're in when you say these things. So if you're driving down the road and you're saying, I'm above and not beneath, I'm a leader and not a follower, really feel that in your body. Make it to where you're saying it and you almost get chills. Yeah. Make it to where you're saying it and you almost have a tear coming out of your eye. Yeah. Make it to where you're saying it and you smile or you laugh. Right, right. I know there's been times where things have totally shifted and it looks like it was not going to go in the right direction. And then just having that moment of uh, gratitude made me just literally tears almost come from my eyes. Just thinking about what I was grateful for. Things like my family, my children, my home just literally changed my whole thought process. Yeah, that's another one. Gratitude. That's a huge one. And so... You know, I've been talking to a couple of friends of mine, uh, accountability partner of mine. And, uh, you know, I just had a meeting today with another old friend of mine. And this is some of the stuff we went into. You know, a lot of the uh, things we're watching on social media and a lot of the people that we're seeing on social media who are thriving don't talk a lot about the I am part of it, the becoming part of it, the be who they really are. You know, we always talk about what it is that they have, you know, yeah. on social media, you know, we see all the jets and the, and the Ferraris and the Lambos and the Rolls Royces. But, you know, when you actually can say I am fill in the blank, when you can actually be whatever it is that you want, you'll do the actions to get you to what you want to have. And that's what we've been talking about. You know, a lot of the people that I've been talking with lately and um, it's a mindset shift. Man, it's, it's so many people in my circle who are going through the same thing. Everyone I've talked to so far is about to level up. But first, I want to say thank you to all the listeners so far. As of today, <laughs> yes. uh, we're number 86 in the business category. Now, I didn't think that was very impressive until I actually looked in the business category and <laughs> seen uh, who we were one ahead of and, and two, who we were right behind. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> I, you know... Uh, number 86 we're in, in front of and i hate to say this like we're better and we're not we're not saying we're better it's just you know we're 
advertising. We're really promoting our podcast. We're really yeah. trying to go and take this thing to the next level to be more valuable to more people. And so, you know, we looked at one point we were number 126, I think. Right. And um, 122, I put it on Facebook. Tim Ferriss is number 108. Right. We were chasing Tim Ferriss. And now we're number 86. Now, that doesn't mean we're better than Tim Ferriss. It just means we're pushing our information out there. We're marketing effectively enough to get our ranking to improve. Yes. Um, ranking is obviously only temporary because people are bringing these podcasts on left and right. Right. And it changes every day. Every day. And uh, we're just grateful that today uh, we were able to say we were number 86 and uh, we're chasing the real estate guys. podcast. Yes. We're chasing, you know, the people we admire the most, the one thing podcast. Yeah. These guys are icons in the real estate space, icons in the podcast space. So we just want to say thank you, everyone. Thank you from the bottom of our hearts for listening. Um, if yes. you haven't already, please go review our podcast. Give us a five-star rating on iTunes, Spotify, all the major platforms you have access to. Leave us a review, kind words, we hope. Yes. Um, give, us, <laughs> <laughs> you know, give us some kind of feedback as to what you want to see more of. And we definitely listen to what it is our audience says. So yes. We do appreciate it. And, and let's go ahead and switch gears back into uh, the power of what I'm going to talk about next. So we're going to talk about the slingshot principle. So we already talked about the be, do, and the have. Right. We talked about the power of I am. Mm -hmm. Now we're going to talk about the slingshot principle. So what is the slingshot principle? Yeah. So that's good. I, I, didn't, I didn't. So obviously we don't always talk about everything we're going to talk about because then it, it adds a level of like surprise to the whole conversation. <laughs> so we never really truly talk about everything we're going to talk about because we want it to be as real as possible. Right. Right. So the slingshot principle is something that I just created. <laughs> here's here's what I thought about. I was like, you know. There's the power of the setback, and then there's the power of the bounce back, right? Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, what does that really mean? Because it's not like you're set back, like, oh, yeah, I temporary, it was temporary defeat or I failed at something. No, that's not what I mean. When you face, like, a setback or a def temporary defeat, as we call them, mm -hmm. uh, not a failure, a temporary failure. You know, you, you we fail, quote, unquote, but failure is only failure when you stop. When you keep going, it's a temporary defeat. Mm -hmm. And when my... When I talked to my friend today, we talked about the idea that you don't go to zero after you face a temporary defeat. So let's use a real life example. Let's say for the last 20 years, you've been in real estate. You've been really working in real estate. You've been developing. You, you've been doing a real, real good job, right? And then all of a sudden the economy changes and your portfolio takes a dive, a big tank, right? Mm -hmm. You face unsurmountable what seems like insurmountable odds to come back and you have to go through the absolute worst case scenario for a lot of real estate investors in their mind is bankruptcy okay? right you got to go through bankruptcy now i'm not saying that it's easy but the power of the slingshot principle is no matter what happens in your instance you go back but it's almost like being a slingshot sling being pulled back and you feel like you're back 10 steps behind. And then all of a sudden, something lets that slingshot go and it propels you forward and further and faster than you ever thought possible past the point you were before you failed and into a new atmosphere, into a new place you were at, into a new place that you never thought you could make it. You were striving to get there for the last 20 years and you face this insurmountable, seemingly insurmountable 
task. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you slingshot past where you were before. You know, this is going to be really cliche, but this really makes me think about... And we have small children, but this makes me think about the movie Angry Birds. (laughs) And so there's a scene in the movie where the goal is for them to rescue the eggs. They have to go get the kids, (laughs) you know, because the kids have been kidnapped. And so they have a big slingshot, a giant slingshot. Well, every person tries to step up to this slingshot. And each time they are slowly getting closer to the target. And so it's something how relating to what Justin just said sometimes your target looks like it's moving around you're not quite sure where you're going but if you keep aiming eventually you hit that target that's right and you get better and better and better so that's the slingshot principle we're not talking about setbacks like you got to have the mentality we talked about that already we're not talking about the bounce back where you have to have the ability to have mental toughness we talked about that already yeah we're talking about the slingshot principle where you know in all reality you don't the thing that you can never lose unless you choose to is your knowledge and your experience. Yeah. There is no amount of money that can replace knowledge and experience. That's why when you see those people who go broke, who were had, who had a particular skill set, I can name quite a few of them. Mm-hmm. You know, a slingshot passed where they were before and seemingly further than they were when they ended up facing that temporary defeat. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing how many people you hear they file bankruptcy or, you know, oh, they went through this terribly hard time or Tiger Woods is a great example of this. That's an excellent example. We just seen this dude go through seven years of hell. I would say it's seven years of hell because I know, I know if I had a supermodel wife and 20 girlfriends and my supermodel wife threw a a golf club, you know, I'm saying, yeah, supermodel, but you are my supermodel wife. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously, though, if I had a a golf club thrown through the back of my Escalade and I'm driving off and I'm made to be humiliated in front of billions of people because he's a international brand. Yeah. And my only sponsor that didn't drop me was Nike, you know, (laughs) and now I go through seven years of torment and I got sportscasters telling me I'm washed up and I'm old and I'm done for and I'll never win another Masters that's the slingshot. Mm. He had all those setbacks, and he was just getting pulled back further and further and further. They said Phil Knight, the owner of Nike, yeah. his net worth went up over $350 million the day Tiger Woods won the Masters. Wow. Boom. Slingshot. Adding value to valuable people. That's right. Kyle Wilson talks about that yes. all the time. Being valuable to valuable people. And so anyway... That's what we're talking about today. That is the absolute last thing that we wanted to talk about, aside from bonus. It's going to be some bonus time for you, okay? So Ooh, bonus. In our world, uh, real estate guys world, in our tribe, we always have a thing called bonus time. So whenever you get to a point where you've learned everything you needed to learn to feel like you have gained the investment you put into the conference back. So, you know, you pay a fee to get into the conference. The second you know that you made in information back everything that you paid you say bonus time and everything after that is just it's like every i could have left today at that very moment and been fine been happy but everything after that now is bonus time so we're at bonus time right now so we're going to go back to a topic we talked about a couple of weeks ago and it's to reiterate the power of the network okay because there's some things that i said in this podcast if you didn't catch it i'm about to tell you The only way we're able to have these conversations with you right now 
is because of our network. Yeah. We wouldn't talk to people who were doing better than us and who are like us. I sit in a room with Robert Kiyosaki. You know, it was less than 200 people in the room. And to put this in perspective, and I feel very, very fortunate. He's the best-selling financial author of all time. They retired him off the New York Times bestseller list. And I was fortunate enough to sit in a room with them. And so now I'm networking with other people in that room. I'm building relationships, true, genuine relationships with people in that room. Sep, our podcast guest last week, one of our really good friends. I've known this guy for now three years. It started with going to a real estate guys conference and building a relationship with somebody who was where I wanted to be. Yeah. And then the power of the ask. So a network isn't powerful unless you're able to not only ask of the network, because if you're in the right network, when you ask, people want to actually answer and help you. And then two, being able to be valuable to those valuable people. Well, like another one of our friends said, um, closed mouths don't get fed. That's right. And I put that on <laughs> Facebook the other week, you know, closed <laughs> mouths don't get fed. And um, you need to be able to ask of your network the questions that you have or for help. Yeah. Many people don't even ask for help. And what I've realized is the people that are of the abundance mentality will help you. They don't have to ha always have something in return because they're operating off of a higher level principle. If you look at my, Maslow's hierarchy and needs, they're operating off of one of his higher level needs, self-actualization, esteem, self-worth. You know, they're they're adding value to them to you to make their self-actualization really they're not looking at their base level needs they don't need a form of compensation they're adding value because they've already met those base level needs right right so with that being said we want to thank you for listening taking that time out we want to keep it real when others don't uh, that's the name of the game and uh, we look forward to seeing you again next week yep see you next time thank you for listening to real life real equity podcast if you would like to ask the hosts a question or be exposed to our podcast audience, visit our website at realliferealequity.com and submit a request. Again, that's realliferealequity.com. Or send us an email at info at realliferealequity.com. Again, that's info at realliferealequity.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week right here on Real Life Real Equity Podcast.